What a great way to wake up. With a cup of logic, reason, and common sense. Welcome to the Independence Morning View. Let's get to it. Good morning to you wherever you are in the world. I'm Johnny Anderson. I'm joined this morning by Bruce Adams. Good morning, Bruce. How are you this morning? Good morning. Uh, you know, healthy life, doing well. Uh, still a bit stuffy, apparently, but, you know, whatever. Nothing a, little, a hot shower and some uh, hot tea won't fix. I told you, man, I love the smell of COVID-19 in the morning. Yeah, yeah, it just it kind of, you know, it kind of makes me a little sniffly afterward, you know? Well, I, uh, I, I wish you a, f- a full and speedy recovery. Uh, and just to be fair, I mean, we have those vaccines now. And so uh, you, you should be able to get one of those uh, post haste to uh, lessen any symptoms. And in fact, you should be symptom free uh, after you have uh, uh, two of those vaccines. Well, a week after um, you you have the second vaccine, you should be. That's thirty days. It's thirty days. They give thirty days. Yeah, they give you one of those little cards, and and it's not to track you. It's not to do any of that. It's not to set any precedent or anything. It's just to remind you. Is all. Oh right, right. It's just uh, huh. It's not like it's uh, prepping you or preparing you for the idea of. No, no, one of those. no okay, none of that. Okay. None of that. Nothing okay, you yeah. need to worry about. Nothing to see here. It's okay. just yeah, the government just would never do that. Right. They, no, they would never no. do anything. OK. OK. And, gotcha. you gotcha. know, I, honestly, I, I think that I, I, I think that's not going far enough. I mean, a, a physical card. I mean, with the world of, of tech these days, why wouldn't they just put it on your phone? And give you an app just, or something or yeah, QR code. Because, I mean, yeah. That's actually going to remind you like, it, you know, the pop up reminders and the notifications. See, a card in your in your wallet or in your purse is not going to do that. Yeah, you may forget about it. I mean, right. how many people right. use cash nowadays, right? Yeah, right. Right. You know, interesting thing about that. And, and I don't know uh, what, what's going on here, but uh, I went to use my MasterCard two days ago and it didn't work. The chip reader, you know, because I, I got the little chip in it uh-huh, and it didn't work. Uh-huh. Hmm. Interesting. Did you get it too close to a magnet or something? Uh, that or shouldn't affect RFID. Out. No, that shouldn't affect RFID. No, it's not. No. It's not uh, magnetic at all. No, it, it, no, it's it's not. And the thing is, is I I had put. I mean, I keep it in my wallet with my other cards, right? Mm-hmm. And they all have RFIDs on them now. They've all got the little touch pass thing, the contactless pay. All of them. You can't get the damn things without them. And right. so uh, I, I've got these things, and it didn't work. And I thought, well, that's that's odd. I, I mean, it's not that. Uh, it, it's not the bill. I don't carry a balance on the thing. So it, and it's got a, a limit that's a whole hell of a lot more than I've spent. So obviously it's not the, f- the fault of the card. I, I mean, I, I don't know. It's not the fact that there there was non-payment or something. I mean, I, I you know, you just pay it off every month. Credit card companies hate me because I pay it off every month, but it didn't work. So I pulled out my debit card and I hit the the uh, the reader there with my, uh, my debit card and it worked fine. That worked. My credit card doesn't work. So I went to uh, another place just yesterday, and I tried to use it again. I went to a different place and used it at a different point of sale, and it worked. Hmm. Interesting. So they, their scanner could just been could screwy have been. or something. Well, no, the scan. No, it wasn't, it wasn't the scanner because, like I said, I, I pulled out my debit card, used the same exact scanner, and it worked. It accepted it. Hmm. 
I don't know. Then maybe I don't know. Maybe they just didn't like. Maybe they just didn't like that company or something. I I, I don't know. No, uh, something interesting. It would be a shame if you know, like something like that to happen. Well, and like that sucks you know. because when I use that card at that particular place, I get a discount because it's a specific card with an insurance company I have. Right. Right. Well, I mean, it would it would suck, you know, if you had some like. Uh, I don't know, something like the Treasury of the United States getting hacked, you know, and it's something similar to that. That can't happen. And then that, you know, that can't happen. Have That's like, not possible. That is not possible. Those, that, yeah, that Bruce, yeah. that is a conspiracy theory. The the infrastructure of the United States is as safe as it's ever been. And I and I'm I really I'm, I'm being completely facetious and sarcastic. What, what do you have on solar wind? Solar winds. Uh, Orion, I believe, is the uh, IT department. Uh, apparently they had, or, or excuse me, the IT uh, company, they left a back door open, basically. Uh, they they had a back door access for their use and the hackers were able to find it and exploit it. And they were able to uh, gain entry through there. So, it, you know, it, it, it'd be a shame if you had like a credit card company or I don't know, a, a digital currency that everybody's using just happen to have a backdoor for the IT department to go in and, you know, do some um, debugging and, and just accidentally leave it open for a hacker to come in and, and you know, just siphon off funds or something. You know, it'd be, you know, kind of nothing like that would ever happen, right? Except uh, it just happened to America. Right, right. Well, I mean, it's it's not like, I mean, Bruce, don't you trust your government when it comes to electronic security and cybersecurity? Don't you trust the government? Um, mm, man, I'm, I'm really going to have to think about that one. Um, no, no, <laughs> no. Um, yeah, I don't either. I, I really don't. Now, that's not to say the average person that works in cybersecurity or something isn't just doing it for a job. That's not saying that at all. But at the top, I don't trust them as far as I could throw them. But, you know, I talked about my cards uh, not working. Which, by the way, I, I forgot to mention, the magnetic strip still works. And and I used it at another point of sale and it worked fine. But some places that might have some trouble taking cards for transactions at the moment would be New York City. New York City is going to enter another full lockdown. Governor Cuomo, as we talked about last week or the other day, actually, he's going to now shut down all indoor dining because it's it's just it's out of control. The hospitalizations are out of control. They're going for a second shut, uh, a second full shutdown if COVID-19 cases and hospitalizations continue at their current pace. If we do not change their trajectory, we could very well be headed to a shutdown. All non-essential businesses, Cuomo said at a, at a briefing. So they have, let me see, in the state, they've reported 5,712 hospitalizations, an increase of more than 1,000 in the past week. We went over the hospitalization numbers, specifically in New York. They're right around where they should be. The averages are about right. If that pace continues, it will be at 11,000 in a month, and some regions may be overwhelmed, Cuomo said. He has said that um, the increase is of a particular concern in dense regions like New York City. Cuomo shut uh, shut down the city's indoor dining on Monday, even as he cited statistics showing that three-fourths of the new cases come from private gatherings. You know, I, I wanted to just put this into perspective. The number of cases, percentage-wise, that are coming from New York City that are COVID cases from the restaurants. Okay, so, I mean, Bruce, those, those numbers are off the charts, right? The, the ones that are coming from the restaurants. Uh, Cuomo says that that these things are just, I mean, the cases are just, ex- they're growing at an exponential rate and they're on track for 11,000 new hospitalizations if they don't get it under control. And he said that... Um, as of December 14th, and until further notice, there will be no indoor dining permitted whatsoever. 
He says, with the COVID-19 hospitalization rates rising, any potential source of transmission must be eliminated. So this is quite interesting, considering the percentage of cases of COVID that we're seeing in New York City that are coming from restaurants and bars. I mean, Bruce, this is, got, this is a high number, don't you think? Do you think this is a high number? Um, the, the percentage there? No. Yeah. No? No, no. What, what, um, what would you guess? What would you guess? If you had to guess, what, what would you guess? What, the, the percent? Well, the, I mean... The percentage, be, yeah. Um, I mean, that would be difficult because I know the, the percent. So what I would guess... Oh, well, with that kind uh, of... I mean, with these barn well, headlines, man, I mean, yeah, you, you would think that that is just... The, the numbers are off the charts for a percentage well, of infected. That Yeah, it, it, with, uh, with them doing the kind of lockdowns they're talking about doing and putting everything into perspective, man, I'd be guessing like... You know, the majority of infection rates are coming there. I mean, you're 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 shutting down people's livelihoods here. Yeah. So yeah. clearly, clearly it has to be in the range of like sixty or seventy percent. I mean, it has to be like really high on on that on that percentage. It's at one point three percent. This is this is where where that long pause of silence should be um, for dramatic effect because I, I just I, I feel like uh, I, I feel like there should be um, in the middle of that there should be like a crickets. It's just that is uh, like do do we need a, like an evil maniacal laugh in there or something cuz that's that's kind of what it seems like is like yeah well that would seem like we're laughing at the people i i would i would want something like yeah. a yeah like a evil you know mastermind kind of a yeah uh i don't know man that 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 number being so low and you're shutting down people's businesses for not even 2% not even 2% well the survivability rate is is 99. Point what was it? Uh, seven? Yeah, 99.7, 98, somewhere in there over all rage groups, whatever. I mean, it's you're you're 99% likely to survive it. So we'll, we'll just say that and 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 just round it round it to a whole number. It's it's ridiculous. I uh, seriously, this is this is where I'm at on this. I I'm at first, you know, we, we talked about it at first. We didn't know what the virus was. You, you know, we were just kind of looking into it. We were kind of on board with these things. You know, maybe we should mask up, you know, mm. lock down, whatever, in the very beginning. And then we started looking into it and we we're like, well, masks aren't going to work and lockdowns aren't really going to work. This is kind of, you know. Uh, but anyway, now at this point, we've been in this so long. I, I feel bad for the businesses uh, and what they've lost so far. But now at this this juncture, Jerome Fault, I'm sorry. At this point, I don't feel sorry for you guys anymore. You, you guys want to open your business up? You, your employees want to have a job again? You, you want to, you know, I don't know, um, have a livelihood again? It's your choice. Do it. Open it up. You go on. Can't stop all of you. Can't arrest everybody. You know, I, I kind of said that in the, uh, it actually, it was before, uh, it was before summer. Do, do you remember what I said was the key to defeating this? I said, ignore them. You remember that? Yeah. Ignore them. That, that's, that's how it's got to be. Is yeah. you, you're going to have to ignore this stuff. You and want you your lives back? Ignore them. And if you don't, it, 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 this is going to continue and you're only going to empower them to do even more next time. And yes, the, I said next time. Yeah. The Atlas gym in New Jersey. You remember that? The, mm-hmm, the guys that mm-hmm. they were in the uh, the battle with uh, Governor uh, Phil Murphy, the useless piece of trash up there and yeah. shutting their gym down, padlocking the doors, boarding them up and all that stuff. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Do you know that those guys are getting fined $15,000 a day? They're yeah. still open. They're getting fined $15,000 a day. They've got a total right now of $1.2 million in fines, and they're still open. That right there is being defiant. That is ignoring these people. 
open your businesses, go to work. To hell with these yep. people. They're going to send people around. They're going to find you. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. They're going to find you. Of course, you're not going to be able to pay it back. That's the point. That's the point. It's about them imposing their will, their illegal and unconstitutional will on you, on me, on everyone else. Open your business. Ignore them. Go back to work. They're going to demonize you. They're going to dox you. They're going to humiliate you. They're going to do all the rest of it. But you know what? You're going to stand tall. You're going to be defiant. They're not. They're going to look like even bigger ass clowns than what they already do. And the other the other thing is, um, un, un, unless uh, what we've talked about is coming, you know, uh, from from the White House, from from Trump, was it Directive 51? Yeah. Unless that happens, there's no cavalry. There, there, there's nothing on the other side of the hill that's coming over. There's no there's no backup coming in. This is uh, you're, you're now we're on our own and we're going to have to we're going to have to um, stand up together and, and, and it'll fall back on our shoulders, which, you know, technically that's. We should have been standing up and, and resisting this long ago and I was opening say, things up. And, I remember uh, people telling me, well, yeah, forget opening things up, man. They never should have closed to begin with. I remember I was being told true. like 15 years ago. Actually, it was longer than that, like 20 years ago. People that were Democrats, I'm talking classic Democrats back then, were telling me back then, why in the hell aren't people out burning the streets down now? And not in a bad way. It was to restore our constitutional republic. Things were bad back then, but now because we didn't stand up back then, where are we? Too serious this morning. You know that? Way too serious. Yeah. How about how about we do space then? Um, all right. Let, let's get off this. Let's go over to space. So what do you got? Uh, we we kind of mentioned the um, Hayabusa 2, right? That landed, returned uh -huh. to Earth here recently, and they took the capsule and whatnot. Uh, I believe that was on the 6th. So uh, last week then, wasn't it? Uh-huh. So... And that came in and they just cracked it open uh, and took a look at the contents here. Uh, looks like Monday. Are we um, all going to die? Yeah. Yeah. There there was um, apparently there was this large egg inside of there and uh -huh. it, it, it hatched open. And uh, yeah, it was it was. Yeah, it looked like a. we lost the feed on uh, the researchers in there shortly after that. So, you know, um, it, but don't worry, it's okay. all in lockdown. No, no, I'm, I'm okay. obviously being all right. Facetious. Um, is it is it from the undersurface of Mars? Yeah, right. Um, yeah, well, exactly. the, the Israeli yeah, the Israeli yeah. intelligence guy he warned about this. Yeah, he did. Yeah, that's true. No, uh, what what they found in here um, is rocks and dust and whatnot. Um, or I guess you could call it sand. I don't I don't know what you pebbles. Uh, I don't know. This it's uh, but pretty good amount of material. Um, it looks like. Um, if you were to take lava rock or something and have it uh, smashed down into small bits, uh, it's kind of that color, you know, darker color. Um, so it looks like it might be carbon rich, uh, possibly. They're obviously going through the whole process of uh, analyzing it. Um, the uh, the capsule had three canisters, uh, all of which stored um, material from uh, Ryugu, Ryugu, something like that. So... Um, yeah. So, Bruce, I, I'm going to ask again, are we all going to die? Well, uh, maybe. Uh, like I said, we, we don't know what kind of bug that's, uh, that was, you know, hanging out in, in, in the rock that we didn't, uh, you know. <laughs> was this, was this meant to be the, uh, the ones that were, uh, meant to like have the, uh, the strains of, uh, what is meant to form life? Um, I, I believe it, it's it's believed to possibly have your um, your hydrocarbons or your, you know uh, the stuff that you need on there to formulate the proteins 
that formulate life. So it, it, it's, a, it's believed to have carbon, basically, and uh, w- which would explain the dark color of the rock and the material. Uh, so it could be, this could be a, a seed asteroid, if you will, or the remnants of a, a planet that had the seeds of, of life that um, the planet ended up exploding or, or colliding or, or something in the, the you know you know I, I feel kind of like I, like I, I know that we're we're wanting to go to other places like for example the moon and we, you know, we want to go back to the moon and we want to go to Mars and stuff like that I, I understand that but I, I mean I, I get that that we're explorers and we want to learn about other parts of the galaxy and this and that I, I understand that. But at the same time, I can't help but be a little bit nervous when you start bringing back things from outer space. I mean, there are things that are on this planet that we don't quite understand yet. But I'm looking mm-hmm. at this as a, in an aspect of something from outside of our geosphere, if you will. Mm. Um, so so you mean like we, we, because we haven't explored, but like five or 10 percent of our ocean that, you know, yeah. We don't know what's here. So. Well, that, but I mean, okay, yeah, but that that can be that can be dealt with over time. But I'm talking about like a potential uh, risk of something. So, for example, uh, what if we do find evidence of you know some kind of uh, dormant bacteria or virus from another place that we bring back to study and it interacts with something here and it's not meant to be here? You see what I'm saying? Right, right. And that's why I was making mention of the, we, we don't know what's in our ocean, because it could interact with something in our ocean that, you know, triggers something or... Right. Yeah. Um, well, you'll, you'll, be, um, you'll be relieved to know that one of the capsules actually captured um, a gas from, high, um, I believe it's capsule B, captured a gas from deep space. So okay. you'll you'll be you'll be glad to know that um, we we also got the uh, asteroid breath, if you will. So okay. we, you know, there's COVID particles from the asteroid that we right, right. were able to get that it was breathing. Is this so. going to be COVID asteroid? Is that what it's going to be? COVID? I, I, uh, yeah, something Co- COVID Hayabusa or whatever. Yeah, something something like that. So let, let me get this straight: we captured gas from an asteroid. Uh, so it's not they they didn't say it was um. Actually, from the asteroid itself, they said it was from deep space. So there, I don't know if it's a gas from the asteroid itself or if it was like, for example, um, the asteroid was near a nebula. Just using that as an example. And we captured material from a nebula. That would be kind of um, kind of like that, if you will. This is the first time we've ever had uh, material such in a gas estate brought back to Earth from, from uh, deep space. Okay, so how do you analyze that? I understand you analyze the uh, the the actual uh, minerals. You analyze that in uh, in a in a clean room. I, I get that. So the the atmosphere that you're talking about, how they were analyzing it, is is essentially it's neutral. So nothing can actually form or or move in that uh, environment they've created. How do you analyze a gas? Do you do it in the same fashion? Um, yeah. So the the chambers that the um, capsule A and C were opened in are going to have like um, uh, one of the noble gases in there. So there's no kind of reactions or any of those kind of things. Um, but the one that already has a gas in there, they'll they'll um, open it inside of a canister that they will, uh, or, or, or container or something, that they'll be able to use like a, a spectrometer or something, something in there to, to um, um, hit it with light and see what reflects off of there. It can tell you what gases are in there or, or something, something on those lines to analyze what kind of gas it is. 
Um, and then we could do other things like um, use an electromagnet to uh, electro, uh, electron, electron telescope to identify some some other properties about it or or other machinery I don't know about or or am failing to remember currently. Okay. I, I feel, I don't know, man. I, I just, like, I'm all for exploration and stuff. I, and I just, my problem is, is I, I, I just don't trust government agencies. You know what I mean? Like, I just don't trust them to, to have the right safety protocols in, in place. It just, it, it irritates me. It's just one of those little things right in the back of my head that, that just makes me nervous. Yeah, especially when we start messing with things that are... Um, when, you, when you start going into the stars and start messing with stuff in the stars or, or in space, um, space is pretty vast. And what if there is um, something out there, bacteria, virus, another species of, of life or something that um, might not, um, shall we say, jive well with humans or, uh, you know, Earth in general. Well, to be fair, Bruce, we have people on this planet that we see in the mainstream that we don't jive well with now, let alone some virus from somewhere else. True. This is true. Um, I mean, the other thing that's, I know we've seen it in the movies, but what if there's um, uh, something on the asteroid that uh, is dormant that, you know, like you said, what if it's a virus that uh, starts to replicate, mutate, eh, or not even mutate, just replicate, use its host. And what if it's another life form and that's how they spread, oh, propagate? Can you imagine? Can you imagine? Can, can you abs can you imagine the effects of that? The, these these jokers at the uh, the World Health Organization wouldn't know what to do. They wouldn't yeah. have any clue. Hell, those idiots don't know what to do now. But I mean, if, if that were the case, it would it would legitimately be the end of the human race as, as we know it. If it, if it was a if it was a retrovirus that would go in and, and completely that's, change no, your DNA to a different one. That's interesting. You remember I told you about that conspiracy theory the other day? about how th that I heard that I don't believe, but I heard of the elites think that they were given the technology to make a vaccine that would change people. And if they get rid of people, then they will be given more technology. Do you remember that? By, by aliens. You know, yeah. Do you remember that? You, you know, there's there's also belief that um, uh, the Aztec were also given um, special information about the stars and the Mayans, I believe, as well. The, about the stars it, and it's, space. It's odd. Whatever. It's odd, isn't it? The the ancient civilizations actually believed in all the astrological uh, phenomenon and and put meaning to it. For example, the Romans and true. I mean this this is a this is a true fact. The Romans they wouldn't actually invade somewhere unless Mars was in the right place. Yeah. They, I mean, yeah. It's just it was odd. It was just odd. There was there was also. Um... I remember this from a few years back. I'm wanting to say it was something like 5,000 years old. And yeah, I know that that puts it pretty ancient, but it was a bronze. Not, it's not ancient. Well, for what it was and how well it was created and engineered, it was. It was a bronze kind of a clock, if you will. And it had the entire solar system, all nine planets orbiting the sun. And you could you could put in the the the, the date and it would properly orient the planets within a few nanometers of, of this, where it should be. This is 5,000 years ago. And this was 5,000 years old. It was carbon dated to be uh, in the range of 5,000 years. Now, how on earth is that possible? Yeah, it's a good question. I, 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 I legitimately also, don't have an answer. I, uh, I also want to know. Really. Yeah, and I also want to know the answer to this. If you look at, and anybody can go and look this up, This is, and this still baffles me. If you look at the Mayan temples in Central America, okay? If you look at 
where they are placed, and then you look at the Bermuda Triangle, and then you look at the pyramids in Egypt, they are all in a perfect latitude line. Now, how on earth is that even possible? How did they know how to do that? Again, uh, that one is, uh, I, I don't know. I don't even know. I don't even know where to go with that one. Like I the, mean, those, those are not even like that. We're talking different time periods as well. Yeah. Yeah. So it's just, it, it's when you start thinking about that stuff, I mean, and you, I mean, the only thing I can think is that they had the same astrological beliefs. You had to line it up on something, right? I, I guess they would use the stars to align it maybe or something. Right. So maybe. That's the only um, way. But uh, how that's the only would, way I can think. How would civilizations so far apart have similar beliefs and and I mean we're we're also talking about uh, for ex- the pyramids for example the the size of those uh, the boulders that they use the the it's how did they move them number one well um, built by Jewish slave laborers <laughs> that's how they moved it yeah but those things are like hundreds of tons I mean those things are they're not light no the, they're those, not uh, so. No, they're not. I actually I, I watched some I watched a documentary one time about uh, about those and they were trying to recreate it with modern technology and they were having a tough time with it. Yeah. Yeah. And and uh, the precision they were, you, you know, oriented, like you were saying. So, I mean, there, there's some there's some uh, uh, gaps there in our understanding of, of mm-hmm. how how the ancients did things. Um, but, yeah, I, I know there's other, um, shall we say, theories out there or conspiracies, whatever you want to call it, uh, to explain those things. And it's not just aliens. Well, we'll have to leave it at that. Uh, So we will uh, pick that up another time. That's a fascinating uh, topic to go down. I'd like to go down that in detail uh, at another time, and we'll have to do that. But we're out of time this morning. So tech later on this afternoon. Be sure and check that out. So thank you for sitting down this morning, Bruce. Thank you all the listeners. For all these topics and more, please check us out later on this afternoon, and I hope everyone has a great morning.